Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you loved the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot and welcome to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I am an award-winning personal stylist who has been in the business for 14 years now. Um, I'm on a mission to help women aged 35 to 55 have a wardrobe that they absolutely love, gives them confidence and creates a positive mindset. So these podcasts are all about sharing my hints and tips along the way. And I'm really excited to be joined by a number of guests who will also be sharing their fashion and style stories with me and also some brand experts as well who are going to be telling you a little bit about their brands and what they have to offer. I really hope you enjoy my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the podcast, um, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot, really excited again today to be joined by another wonderful guest. And this time I'm joined by the author, Joanna Cates. Hi, Joanna, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Thanks for inviting me along. Oh no, I'm going to be really interested in talking to you because we were even chatting before we pressed to record um, yeah. to, to chat, didn't we? Um, and there's just so many things I think we can talk about and we can talk about colour because you said you'd recently um, worked with another stylist and had some colours done. So we're going to touch on that. But when we um, discussed coming on the podcast and, and everything like that, you honed in on kind of some specific topics, didn't you? Um, do you want to kind of just, you know, tell everybody a little bit about the topics you wanted to cover today? Yeah, I think predominantly um, I'm 52 years old and I've worked in an office environment on my own for the last 20 odd years um, wearing leggings and T-shirts and not having to sort of go out I, I do go out, I do go out of an evening and things and like dressing up because I love clothes. Um, but over the last year, I've really struggled with weight gain with my menopause. And as a result, I think your self-confidence gets a bit of a dent. And I have started looking at my wardrobe with the mind of, you know, doing book signings and things like that and realised how... I'm, I'm not very brave when it comes to sort of daytime fashion and also putting on weight. It, it's about how I've got to change what I wear, um, how my skin elasticity around the tops of my arms is a little bit saggier um, and everything I'm doing. Um, also heat as well, temperature with the menopause. You want to sort of try and wear the cool clothes. But what I don't want to do is wear clothes that are... Um, too old for me or too young so it's about getting the right balance but 
getting quite an edgy style that suits me rather than just slipping into a more mature fashion. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's so interesting because I always say to people, first of all, style doesn't have an age limit. Style doesn't say to you, right, once you're past a certain age, you need to dress this way. And that could be whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50 and, and so on. Style doesn't say, right, once, once you're 50, you can only wear X clothes. Because actually what happens is we still want to feel like us. You know, we want to feel like us and which is where the whole style personality piece comes in as to, you know, who are we as people? Are we a little bit more classic in our look? Are we a little bit more quirky? Like you said, um, I like, I want to be a little bit more dramatic. Um, you've then got, you know, are we quite feminine? And once you can kind of understand where your personality sits, it really, really does help. But, you know, I see a lot of ladies, especially at the same time of life as you, whether it's pre-menopause, whether it's full menopause, whether it's post-menopause. And actually, there are so, it's great to be a woman, isn't it? There are so many things that you can, you have to take into consideration. Um, and there's so many different things you can do. Let's pick up, um, firstly, on the heat thing, because I have a lot of ladies who say to me, I am cooking, um, purely because obviously temperatures change during um, the menopause and, and pre-menopause pre as well. Um, a lot of that then is about the fabrics you wear. It's not necessarily the um, style of the garment. It can also be partnered with what the fabric is. So if you think of a cotton, think of a linen, and really, really coming through the ranks is bamboo. They're all natural fabrics. Um, and bamboo is now one of the fabrics that quite a few of the retailers are jumping on board. A, it's ethical, B, it's sustainable, and also it's brilliant for breathability. So there's, there's three types of fabrics that will always work for ladies who feel the heat because they're breathing and they're natural. You tend to find fabrics such as a polyester or even a fabric that you know holds a little bit more density it's still going to make you feel hotter. You know, sometimes silk is great, but on others, some people don't like the feeling of silk because they feel it's a little bit too claustrophobic. So mm. again, it goes back to, to what you want. But I would definitely say, look at those three fabrics, cotton, a linen, great for the summer, and a bamboo. Um, the other thing I think, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because dressing any form of body shape is about taking the skeletal shape and using that as a, as a mannequin in a way to dress it. And what we do is everybody is different. So yes, there are great rules and you know how to dress an hourglass, how to dress a pear shape, but, but predominantly not everybody is just one. You may get a lady who's a pear shape, so slightly wider on their hips, but they've got a big bust as well. Well, so that could be top heavy. So it's about working out the styles and shapes that suit you. Um, mm. When you said a little bit more dramatic, so if you look at what you've worn, and, and for you, obviously 20 years working from home writing, you've, I'm assuming, tell me if I'm wrong, you've used fabrics that are comfortable, something that's easy when you're sitting down, nothing too restrictive. When you then go into, like you said, you like to go out in the evening, 
Do you almost have a, a split personality as to Definitely, what you wear? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I'd say my wardrobe, I put a lot of time and attention into my evening wardrobe because um, I still like going out to like the the rabby clubs and things like that. You know, uh, there's a lovely little club that I go to uh, that's down the road from me, and it's not. I call. I say it's not ageist. So. Um, I can go and have a dance and whatnot. So quite often, uh, I'd say I, I'd say I put a lot more effort, but tend to go out with like a bardo top or a cold shoulder top, and always jeans or even like leather type trousers and things when yep. I go out clubbing. Um, I'm not very brave with dresses, and I've worn the occasional dress. I, I do like wearing the. I did like wearing. I don't think I will. I don't think I can get into them at the moment, but quite um, a Ted Baker style bodycon dress because I like the bold prints on the Ted Bakers. But yeah, so in the daytime, um, you'd see like me during the summer because I'm at home, I just put a pair of shorts on and a, a vest t-shirt because that's comfortable. I wouldn't be seen dead out that, you know, if I stepped out my front door. It's one of those really strange things, isn't it? Um, when you're on holiday you walk around in shorts and t-shirts but the minute you're in the uk you get dressed to go out i yeah, mean yeah. i used to get dressed to go to the school run when i had a pair of shorts on but then fashion of an evening completely different i love dressing up but um so if you, that's changing if you put your shorts and your t-shirt on say for example at seven o'clock in the morning after yeah. you've, you've got up and had your shower and done your hair and all that type of thing if you needed to go to the supermarket at 12 yeah would you go out in what you're wearing or would you change i would change <laughs> oh really yeah no i would i'd put jeans on or i'd put leggings on yeah, yeah i don't I'm a, I'm a typical female there's parts of my body shape I don't like and my weight's fluctuated over the years I've got four kids so you can imagine what an impact that's had on my body yep. um and I do go to the gym but it's left me with fat knees so <laughs> and do you know what's and do you know what's really interesting I'm a massive promoter in the fact your wardrobe has to work for you right yes. so so what we what I'm saying to you is really in some ways at the moment your wardrobe is harder work because you get dressed in, like now, obviously, the, the weather we've had recently is just stunning, isn't it? So yeah. you get up and put your shorts on, realise you need some milk or some bread or whatever you need, then you change to yes. go to the supermarket, and then I bet when you come back, do you change back into your shorts and your yes, top? absolutely. <laughs> and then... And but, yeah, yeah. You, you're forgetting the gym outfit that I had first thing on the, in the morning, because I've okay. gone to the gym, so I've yeah. had, like... Mid like for leggings on and things like that so i could have up to like four changes of clothes during the day so that's uh, so see how now it becomes hard work the wardrobe yeah. becomes harder so actually to have some really kind of key pieces for you that you know for example if you're if you're going to be at home all day and it's really hot i mean we have got you know very inclement weather at the moment haven't we yes but say for example you whatever you're doing so if you know you're going to be at home then you know that and you're not going out because you're working on a chapter or something like that if you know that when you get up you put those clothes on that are going to last you all day then it starts to make life really easy for you because you know that that outfit those items are going to work all day long if you then think 
actually, say the next day, you might think, you know what? It, I need to be able to, I don't know, whip to the supermarket or I've got to go to, I don't know, a networking meeting, for example, a face-to-face. -face. I don't, but say it's not till midday. I don't want you to get up and put your shorts on and your vest top on and then get in the run up to whatever you're going to do and think, I've got to change. We need to get you to a point of, actually, it could be, for a real example, a pair of lovely wide leg culottes, um, a little t-shirt with a cap sleeve, so you're still comfortable, you're still cool, we've used the right fabrics, but you know actually that all you've got to do is, I don't know, if you're working on part of your book for the first two hours of the day, actually all you need to do is put your shoes on and go to the next event you've got coming mm. up, whether it be a network meeting or whatever. You then don't start to see these numerous changes throughout um, the day. But you're, you're not alone. I, I had a client who used to do exactly that. Get up in the morning, go to the gym, come back, get changed to do the school run, come back, get changed to go to an event, come back, get changed again to do the next school run, and then come back and change for the evening. And that's really hard work. Mm. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. I just do it. Yeah, but because you're used to it, it's habitual. Everything we do with regards to clothes and everything is habitual because that's why we all, you know, quite a lot of us wear 10% of the wardrobe, 90% of the time. It's habit. We go in, when we do things like that, what we do is we say, actually, I really like that. It's comfortable. I'll wear it. Okay, tomorrow, mm -hmm. mm, do you know what? I still really like those jeans. I'll wear those again, but actually I'll change the top. And that's when this wardrobe of clothes that people have suddenly starts to do this. Because mm. actually, we like wearing this bit, you know, rather than having this bit that does this for everybody throughout the year and the week and the seasons. It, it's got to move around and it has to flow. And it's much easier to have a wardrobe that has, I don't know, 20 pieces of clothing in it, but that makes 55 outfits. Because suddenly you're able to mix and match, but it works for you during the day. Well, I know for a fact that I, I totally agree with you on that because a lot of the time, my clothes will sit outside the wardrobe on the actual handle of the wardrobe. Uh, if I, you know, cause I, I wash them and then I iron them or I hang them up and then I put them back on the handle again. And it's like, oh, well, that's there. I'm going to wear that again. So they're not actually, I, to be fair, I hate my wardrobe, not the clothes in it, but the style of it. And it's, um, it's really deep. It's, it's like a Narnia wardrobe. Okay. So for me to get into it, um, I've got to climb into the back of the wardrobe and I come out like a scarecrow. Yeah. So, uh, I yeah. do, I do recycle a lot, but I don't like my wardrobe. So I will save up for a new one. There's a real hanger trick. Okay, so there's a real okay. trick for people to identify what they do wear and what they don't wear. And the first thing to do is in your wardrobe, turn all the hangers round to face the same way. So literally, it sounds silly, but face it all the same way. So they're all like facing the same way. If you can, and, and some people go a little bit deeper, if you can organize like your trousers, your dresses, your jackets, your skirts, at the same time, you'll start, mm -hmm. start to see what you've got and what you're missing and what you wear a lot of. And then what you do is, as you wear something, obviously you take it out the wardrobe, you wear it, you wash it, you put it back. But you put it back with the hanger facing the opposite direction. And, right. you, and you do that every time you wear something. Because what happens is, 
you'll start to see the hangers that start are still facing the same way that when you did this exercise, you know actually that that's not maybe what you wear. And obviously, you know, you do have to take into account, I don't know, any event clothing or if you have a different season in your wardrobe, if you don't take things out. But you'll be left with maybe this amount of hangers facing a completely different way and these hangers for the same season facing this way and you'll start to identify what you do wear and what you don't wear. And those that you don't wear, there'll be a reason. And it could be that now you don't feel comfortable in it because like you, you said at the beginning, you've put on a little bit of weight through menopause or you've changed shape. So ladies in menopause tend to sometimes, you know, thicken around the middle. Um, mm -hmm. And they, they may put it on so that, excuse me, that the tummy goes a little bit more concave. Some ladies just put it on so they feel like they've put on a couple of pounds. So they don't necessarily feel as comfortable in the skirt or the trousers because it's slightly pulling, you know, on the waistband now. Um, so you'll start to identify exactly the items that you love wearing. Um, and you can split your wardrobe if you want to, you know, for evening. You can do the same exercise with evening wear, you know, event wear, anything you want to. But it's a really good way of turning those hangers around and starting to then do a bit of an analysis in a way of what you do wear and what you don't wear. Um, there'll also be items in your wardrobe that you may have bought because you love the colour. But mm -hmm. actually, now you don't feel that when you put it on, it does you as much justice as you thought you did. Um, and that kind of does lead me beautifully um, into the conversation you and I had before we, we kind of kicked off the recording. Because you said to me, didn't you, recently you've had um, your colours done, haven't you? Yes. I mean, again, as brave or as lack of brave I am with my wardrobe, I am with colours as well because I like wearing black. I mean, I love black T-shirts and tops and things like that. But recent, or I suppose last year, um, my, I looked in my wardrobe and I was buying a lot of khaki. And anything I saw, I'd walk through a, a, a department store and anything I saw that was khaki, I'd grab it and wear it. So I had vest tops, t-shirts, bardo tops, everything in khaki. So when I had my colours done, apparently khaki is not one of my colours. So I was like, oh dear, what am I going to do? Um, so I I was brave. I did actually, I took a top back because it had still got the tag on and I'd only just bought it. But the rest of the stuff I folded up and it's gone off to charity. Um, but it's now getting used to like the bright, the pinks and the, the blues and everything that uh, I don't wear. You know, I never wore white tops and I've, I've I think I chose the right fabric in a style of top I did buy recently. It was a linen top. Um, and it, I like wearing it now. And it's funny how your mindset changes when you realise that something that you're wearing doesn't suit you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and colour... Or compliment you. Yeah, exactly. And colour is such an interesting um, topic. And, it, and you could kind of go right down a rabbit warren with this one because colour, colour is... It, it makes us feel brilliant, you know? If you've got the right colour on, 
you can and, and when we say the right color on it's the color you are wearing on the upper body so it could be a top could be a shirt could be a jumper could be the top part of a dress it could be anything like that because what happens is the light will come in from wherever you are whether you're outside or whether you're you know sitting in a room the light comes in it hits the upper body area so in the decollete area just below the neck and it reflects back up into the face now the right color will make your face look light, bright, clear, no bags under the eyes, no shadowing. If you've got a little bit of um, something like a rosacea in your cheeks, it makes it look more minimalized, all that type of thing. Our dogs are both at it today. I know. <laughs> um, um, I lost my train of thought then. Um, so yeah, so you've got this light, bright, clear face. Um, and the wrong color, honestly, and, and I always say to people, use your gut reaction. The wrong color, you look in the mirror and think, God, dear, I look like I've had a bad night. You know, I have had lack of sleep. And it's really interesting. I have got a gray dress. Now, I sit very much in the winter um, segment, okay, which is a blue undertone. Uh -huh. um, and colors either run with a yellow undertone or a blue undertone. So blue undertones are your winter and your summers and your yellow undertones are your springs and your autumns. Now, within those color seasons, we can still have best colors. So although I sit in winter and gray is one of my colors, I have got a gray dress and it's, an, it's a snake print and I love the style of the dress. But every time I put it on, I look in the mirror and think, no, it, it just grays out my skin tone. It makes me feel older and I take it off and I take it straight off. However, if I put that gray dress with a blue bomber jacket, like a navy blue bomber jacket, or I put it with a black leather jacket, it changes it because I suit more of the deep blue undertones and the vibrance than more of the cooler tones. So uh -huh. it's, it's really interesting. The thing to remember about color is, and I'm, this is where we spoke about your khaki, you can put yourself absolutely in a quadrant, which is spring, summer, autumn, winter. However, it does give you not much flexibility. So the flexibility is if, for example, you love khaki, which is a yellow undertone, if you mix it with a blue undertone, so say you mixed it with a cerise pink or a navy or a deep purple, you will bring that khaki on a journey back into suit your skin tone. Or you add in something like a piece of silver jewelry because your silver is a blue undertone. So uh -huh. you can play with color to suit yourself. And, and you know, whenever people have their colors done, it's a block color that, that, that we use. You know, we use a drape that is a block color. There's no print, you know, no. There's, no, there's no print. So then people go, well, hang on a minute, how am I gonna wear print? So this is where you could have, I don't know, you said Ted Baker. Imagine a beautiful Ted Baker dress that has got khaki, navy, and cerise pink. Boom, mm -hmm. that, that's perfect. That's gonna suit you like a dream because it's got elements of the blue undertone as well as a yellow undertone because print very rarely has one undertone. So um, for the people that are listening to the podcast, I'm looking over your shoulder right now at your curtains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, looking at your curtains, they are a print. And the print has got some grey, but it's also got orange. Now, that's a yellow undertone and a blue undertone. But together, 
they work because there's a print. So if you, <laughs> I'm going to say to you, if you wore your curtains, um, yes. you know what I mean? If you like draped your curtains over your upper body, it would work because you've got the gray mixed with the orange. And this is where color can be very prescriptive, but we don't want it to be restrictive because I, you know, you want to be able to take your, your swatch into the shops and go, okay, that's not quite my color, but it's a blue undertone so I can wear it. Um, that's, I don't know, coral, really not my color, but I like coral. So mm. actually let's put it with black, for example, because you like wearing black, but black will help the coral again, develop into a blue undertone with you. So color can be played with an awful lot. Otherwise, you know, when we give out the color swatches to our clients, we only give them a selection of color, but that's not the whole world's blue undertone colors. There's loads out there. So it's, it probably sounds quite mind blowing to you, doesn't it? We <laughs> had it done and now you've got to almost get your head round sometimes now wearing colors that you might not have worn before because they're slightly brighter and they're slightly more vibrant against colors that, maybe you would never have looked at before definitely because there's some colors that were on the palette that i've got and i think oh do you know that would age me um you know but i suppose it's the style that i wear with it it could be again with like even my going out tops they consist of blacks and the the, the bright blue i do like a blue um tops but i get i'm so predictable when it comes to buying things so i'd never sort of go out in one of the pinks or anything but it, it is like you say mind-blowing and it is something that i've got to really um get my head around more but you could do it in baby steps joanna you don't have yeah. to do it in you know go out in this color blocking outfit you can do it in like real baby steps so it could be that um i don't know you have a, a, a nice red t-shirt so take a red t-shirt for example but yours is a blue or red so it's slightly deeper but uh -huh. you could do that with um i don't know a black leather jacket and a pair of jeans so you've integrated one of the colors so then the next day you could say actually i've got a i don't know cobalt blue shirt i'm gonna wear a cobalt blue shirt with my jeans again for example mm. but you might have white jeans um and it is, it's baby steps. Don't really, please don't feel you have to do it all in one go because that's no. when it becomes so overwhelming um, that that's when people kind of back off a little bit and they think, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, it, it's more about the baby, baby steps in how you do it. Um, and you'll find things like your makeup, you know, your, your, your blushes are gonna, and your lip glosses or lipsticks, they're going to be more blue toned. So you're going to go down the pink roots rather than the corals and the blushes and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Because again, your skin tone works that way. I think what you'll find is once you start to do it and people say to you, oh, Joanna, you look really well today. Or Joanna, I love that color on you then you go, okay, I get it. So although some people think a color is aging, actually when you put it on, it's gonna have the complete reverse effect. I think, um, I mean, recent, after I had it done, I walked into, am I allowed to say the shop? 
Yeah, of course you are. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I walked into quiz and I'd go in there because they've always got the nice, a nice black jump jumpsuit. <laughs> every year and everything yeah, yeah. but I walked in and my mind was like whoa colour and it completely opened my eyes to a new world you know even watching people on television and watching what they were yeah, wearing yeah. and stuff and I just think um it, it, you are right it is baby steps for me but I will get braver yeah, and yeah. I will get there it's just um that and battling with the menopause weight and stuff like that and trying yeah. to get the right style and um, the right fabric. I've, I've never heard of bamboo, so that's quite interesting. Yeah, it's, it's nice. If you literally go on go online and put in um, bamboo clothing, you'll bring up the retailers that are, are doing a lot of it, even if it's a bamboo. And again, do you know what you could do? Bamboo t-shirt, go for uh -huh. one of the colours. Go for one yeah. of the colours that you that you know. It could be, um, it could even be like a pale, you, you in the winters, you've got like an icy pink, which is just like a hint of uh, pink. You know, go for something like that. If you're going to buy anything like that, choose it in one of those colours. Um, with regards to style and shape, okay, yeah. you, you've still got to be really comfortable. We, you never, ever want to just literally cover a body shape because that's what you do, because you feel like you've put on a couple of pounds because of the menopause we still need to give the torso structure. We need to give it that definition. It doesn't have to cling. It doesn't have to, you know, fit tightly, but it still has to give you that shape. And again, it doesn't need to necessarily cling through the tummy area, but that's when you can draw the eye and accentuate different areas. So accentuate, you know, your shoulders, use maybe a different sleeve to kind of um, whether it be a cap sleeve or a, um, a little pleated sleeve or you could do a puff sleeve you can do anything because it, you know you sound like you're a little bit quirky in your clothing so use those kind of styles to uh, allow your personality to, to come in if you feel that you know it's your tummy area then maybe go for high-waisted because high-waisted is the one of the easiest um, styles to create a flat tummy so, you know, you can create a flat tummy with a high waisted. It could be a skirt. It could be a pair of trousers. It could be um, uh, a different style of skirt, maybe like um, a, a yoke and a flare. So it's got a, a high yoke and then it drops out. You know, there's lots and lots you can do. Um, but I would try a few different styles that work really well with you. Do you find, Joanna, that it's your tummy area or do you find it's a little bit more widespread is the wrong word but do you know what I mean do you feel like yeah. you've got a little bit of weight all, all over I would say um it's definitely my bust has got bigger mm -hmm. and I I mean some people may think that's a good thing but I don't because I think it makes it makes me feel bigger yeah um and it, it is my tummy um I haven't got a skirt in my wardrobe so yeah. <laughs> I don't wear skirts only because I don't. Ah, I'm not that's brave really enough to wear skirts. So, <laughs> I've got yeah. dresses, yeah. But not skirts, because of the. Uh, I don't know. I've never felt the. I've never found the right one that gives me the right shape. Yeah, yeah. I, I wear. I, I do wear. I don't mind wearing tight, tighter fitting clothes because, um, recently I went shopping with my friend and she's a, um, she loves wearing the big baggy, baggier dresses and stuff like that. 
and she was going oh what about this one what about that one and in the end I, I thought oh do you know that'll keep me cool I came home and my husband went no he said you don't have to hide your figure yeah it was a triangle shape yep and it just literally um oh it did nothing it for me so that's, that's yeah. what happens then when the clothes wear you, not you wear the clothes. Yeah. You can still go for that style, but it may have been as well that you might have had to drop two sizes to get the fit that you wanted. Yeah. So sometimes it's, if you know, that style is oversized. So you probably wouldn't have wanted it maybe, for example, in a size 14. You might have needed it in a size 10. Then I'm just going to track back. Um, yeah. With regards to you said your bust has got bigger, I would definitely invest, go and get a bra measurement. I know it's been really hard during lockdown, but go and get a bra measurement because if you can, I always say get the scaffolding right. If you get the bra right, you're going to sit the bust exactly where it should be. So a good bra is, is definitely a must. That will then create a real flatter line between under your bust to your waist. So you create that lovely flatter line. You, you just, it automatically will do it. Um, and then absolutely use the fabrics, use the shapes. Um, but like your husband said, don't just cover. Because if you cover, you change the shape and therefore you will feel and appear bigger than you actually are. And that's, that's not what we want. We still want to see your shape. We yeah. just will illusionize the tummy area, for example, by giving more definition to the ankles, for example, or, you know, your shoulders or things like that. You might like even like the jogger styles that are out this season. So you've still got the elasticated waist, but they've elevated it with regards to the fabric. So, you know, you have got a very lightweight tensile fabric that's out there. You have got, you know, there, there is lots and lots of things you can do. Um, and definitely be a little bit braver with your yeah. colours. But baby steps. Anything to do with style is baby steps. You would, we would never, as stylists, expect you to, for example, have a consultation with us and then suddenly throw out all your clothes. It is baby steps because it's an education. It's about saying, okay, right, now I have the information. I've got to incorporate it into my lifestyle. So for you, like going into quiz um, and going, wow, look at the colour. Mm. That, that's a step that you've gone wow look at the color whereas before you probably wouldn't have even seen the color no you know? i just said what i didn't like that's oh it. i don't like wearing that well i know green isn't i've got one green on my shirt yeah. yeah um and they are the colors that are out at the moment yeah. in quiz yeah. but i suppose also um i've still got it at the back of my mind there's some prints there's some prints that would make me look older so um it's about me getting my head around that as well i went shopping with my family recently and there were some lovely summer dresses in all bright colors and i put them on thinking uh oh they'd be good for me like in the summer but i just felt frumpy in them yeah. you know and it wasn't a frumpy it wasn't a frumpy dress it was a lovely summery dress but i think then i think oh no that's too young for me and i'm thinking oh yeah, yeah so you it's see, your mindset but you just hit you you said one word you said feel i felt frumpy right mm. so clothes need to make you feel good right and it, if that dress that you tried on made you feel frumpy it may have looked stunning it may have looked absolutely fantastic the colors may have worked everything but if you felt frumpy 
you could have put it on to go to, I don't know, go and have a lunch date with your girlfriends. Yeah. And you've all been thinking, don't like this dress. It makes me feel frumpy. I'm not going to enjoy myself. What are they going to think of me? And it's really weird. But that's how clothes make us feel. So I would say to you, if it makes you feel frumpy, don't wear it. Because you're never going to enjoy it. Whereas actually, if you had, for example, um, a lovely cotton, um, high-waisted, straight skirt. They, they call it like a slip skirt would be um from somewhere like dancing leopard have got them at the moment um as well as never fully dressed they've got them and you put that with a little vest top for example and an open-toed sandal you might go yeah i like this i like this look this is me i feel good which means you then go off to lunch with your friends thinking yeah i feel good I look good. I'm absolutely ready to start enjoying myself with, with a, a lunch day. It's really interesting. Never, ever compromise on feeling good. And it doesn't matter. People have heard me say this time and time again. It doesn't matter if you wear Primark or Prada. If you feel good, that's all that matters. And anything in your wardrobe that you put on, you think, oh, not sure, shouldn't be there. It just shouldn't no. be there because it creates this negative mindset. Um, you and I could talk forever. I know. Absolutely just got... forever. Um, before we go, just just tell everybody that's listening. We've, we've obviously referenced you being an author. Um, are you working on a book at the moment? Have you got something up your sleeve? Just tell everybody a little bit about you as an author. Okay, um, I write saucy romance fiction and I published my debut book last December what and it, it is Love is Crystal Clear. It's available on Amazon. Okay. Um, it's actually uh, a romance story based on second chance love uh, whereby the characters are in their fabulous 50s as opposed to like younger. Um, but it's part of a trilogy and a balancing kind of love is due out in August. So that's the second book in the trilogy. Wow. Again, a um, little bit saucy. It's 50 shades of pink rather than 50 shades of grey, but it does address things like the uh, love is crystal clear does address things like um, insecurity, yeah. lack of self-confidence, menopause, um, and I suppose as you get, get older, you know, all those things. I've brought a lot of me into the actual story, I think. But yeah, so... It becomes um, relatable, Joanna, doesn't it? Because, definitely. you know, I think that there's so much now people go, oh my goodness, I can relate to that. You know, that, yes. that's me. Or, you know, that you hear people say, I've always got my fan on because, you know, I'm really hot. And, and you know, if, if you're going through that, you go, God, yeah, I know how she feels. You know, she's got her fan on because she's hot. Or yeah. a, a bit like you said, you know, um, you know, now I've got to a certain age, what do I wear? Every, honestly, people are all feeling that. And I think especially since, you know, kind of lockdown as well, it's almost in some cases impacted because actually people, from my perspective, people have worn, you know, their wardrobe, so little now they're coming out of lockdown they're going oh my god now we're yeah. because yeah on a little, little bit of weight or actually i don't think i'm that person anymore you know all that type of thing so we honestly you and i could talk forever um, i know <laughs> it's been a complete pleasure chatting to you um i hope we've managed to 
cover a few topics, which we have, haven't we? We've done the medical, yes, definitely. we've done whatever. Um, I hope everybody has enjoyed listening um, to this week's podcast. Um, thanks, everybody. Um, and we will see you all soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.